Tyler, cutest dog of the 18th century dinner. <laughs> I'm Connery. Bring him home, Hanson. <laughs> and this is UA hunting not to kill, but hunting to survive. Be gay. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and welcome to the franchise, a podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. We are joined today by our friend UA Begay. Welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. Yata. And we also have two uh, <laughs> members of the studio <laughs> audience. Members of the studio audience. <laughs> applause sign is up. <laughs> they They're <are> not applauding. <laughs> Actively not applauding. <laughs> Raising their hands in the air. <laughs> Just a silent. <laughs> Arm raise. Um, Geronimo Moran is here in the in the background, and Patrick. Uh, Correa. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna say Paul, Patrick all day every day. Sorry. Yeah, your last name. I just the Instagram handles get in the way sometimes, <laughs> or Venmo, whatever it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're here today to talk about the newest Predator movie, Prey. With our guest UA, and uh, I don't, we'll, we'll have backgrounds, uh, background people every once in a while if they w- so choose. But uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting dynamic experience thus far. Yeah, it kind of brings to mind what you're gonna feel like when we eventually have the franchise 150th Jamboree, where we do a live, live show in front show. of all of our friends, and we just stumble and go. Uh, uh, there's people well, looking well, at you, us. You stumble. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, stumbling is my speciality. <laughs> No, no, he's wearing a shirt with our faces on it. <laughs> Made by Turin O'Neill, hey. past and impending guest. <laughs> Which he also gave me a shirt of, and I'm like, I'm going to wear it when I'm like, it's just me and Connor or something. Because yeah. I feel too self uh, I have worn it out and about, and for my what's new, I'll say I have some stuff with this today. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll have, to, we'll have to do that. But uh, okay, so before we talk about the movie Prey, we have to do our usual segment of what's new. <laughs> Thank you, Connery. No problem. Is any media we've been consuming, movies, TV, books, uh, food, old Norwegian myths. Connery, <laughs> what's new with you? I've consumed an old Norwegian myth lately. <laughs> no. um, so what's new with me is I've been uh, playing the old, the CRPG game called Pillars of Eternity. What's the C stand for? Uh, computer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's basically <laughs> like those uh, mouse draggy, like ability tapping kind of like games. And it's th- the story's really good. It's really fun. But uh, for the most part, it's uh, they're very long, which I do appreciate because I usually go through games really fast. And for these, I'm like, yeah, this is long. I can spend a lot, a lot of time in these places. So I beat one. It was really, really hard. And I played it on easy. And it was still really, really hard because <laughs> I'm not good at those games. I just like them. And uh, th- I'm playing the sequel right now. And the sequel's been really fun because it has a turn-based mode, which I am much more um, adept at than uh, the real-time pause thing, which I don't like at all. It gets too hectic, and I get like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so that's that. And then uh, earlier today, I was walking Niles wearing my trademark franchise <laughs> T-shirt. And <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't taped over all the pictures of my face and put your face on there as well. Why would I do that? You're part of the franchise. <laughs> But I sit down at Bob's Burgers with a Niles, and uh, this other man sits down across from me, and he's at like a separate table, and he goes like, oh, hi, you're like a local musician? And I was like, no. At first, I had no idea what he was talking about. I was like, I'm, I'm not a musician. What are you talking about? And he was like, oh, well, maybe someday. Then I'm like, 
okay, yeah, someday, cool. And then, and then he was like, what, what, what is that shirt, though? What does it mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's my, it's my podcast. And he was like, I was like, oh, my God, it's so cool. What do you guys talk about? I'm like, franchises. He was like, oh, that's, that's really good. He was this older guy, by the way. He was really nice, but... Just a little odd. It's one of the things where I just like had my phone. I was gonna watch things while I eat my breakfast and hang out with Niles, but he, he, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to talk this to this man the entire time now. Yeah. Instead, let's do this. And he talked all about the Pink Panther for a very long time. <laughs> the Steve Martin one or the older one? The older one. Like he yeah. was like, you guys should do that one. That one's the best one. You know my other favorite movie? <laughs> Did the you send him the link to our podcast? It of sounds course. Like we have a new listener. Yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. And then he said, you know, my favorite thing in the world is Morbius. And I was like, it takes all kinds of people to make a world. He's a obviously a very special did man. Did you say that to him? I did not say <laughs> it. I was, I was like, that's a very interesting choice. Why? And then he went, oh, no, I thought it was fun. And I was like, okay. Sometimes that's that's all all you really need is for something to be fun. <laughs> Yui, have you seen Morbius? I was warned to stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> Many were. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my electrical on that. Live studio <laughs> audience, have you seen Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> He's a living vampire. That can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. I mean, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> that can't be right. Uh, uh, so that's what's new with me. I had an awkward <laughs> conversation with a man I've been playing an RPG for too long. I'm having one right now. <laughs> and that man's name was Bob Dylan, and he left you a harmonica at your table as you left. Yeah, he gave me a little pat on the mic. This is for you, son. Your music career starts today. And I was like, don't touch me, sir. <laughs> It was funny because he even like was sitting like, over, like across like to my left, and he like moved to a cha- a, ta- a separate table right across from me. Oh, <laughs> so like, just stared at you. Yeah, pretty much just stared at me, and I was like, okay, this is a, uh, this is what's gonna be. He was a nice man though. I, mean, I was like, it was a nice conversation. It wasn't creepy, so I was like, that's good. Not creepy at all. Yeah, not creepy at all. Just somebody who will strike up a conversation with you, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Do that all the time where I'm like wearing a shirt, and someone's like. Hey. Oh, I do that all the time, humble brag, where someone says, hey, nice shirt. <laughs> you have a bunch of nice shirts. But, but then I forget what shirt I'm wearing. I'm just like, what? What are you talking They're like, oh, I like that movie. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. An aggressive what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like so confused. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing this shirt. But um, Yui, do you want to do what's new first, or should I? What do you want to do? Um, you can go first, Tyler. Okay. Tyler, what's new with you? Um, I am basically caught up with She-Hulk. Oh, how's that? Um, I let's see. What's the last one I watched? I guess I watched Moon Knight before this. It's the last MCU one I yeah. watched. I I missed uh, Miss Marvel. Right. But now I need to go back and and uh, and watch it. I think mm-hmm. I have to. I'm studio you, mandated. Yeah, you got it. Um, but She Hulk, I I've liked a lot actually. I thought Good. I thought it would just be kind of okay, but it's actually just really funny and Good. Um, I mean the only like glaring thing i guess that you kind of just get used to is the mm. cg in the show and yeah. how she's all cg and like especially some of the earlier episodes she's kind of like expressing as she hulk and she just kind of looks like a robot <laughs> <laughs> and i just feel kind of bad for the actor at a certain point and yeah. also the, the 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 post house like the vfx people because they probably mm-hmm. did not have enough time to do what they needed to do for eight episodes of a show absolutely but um yeah i just finished the sixth episode where um uh Jen Walters, right? That's her. Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, she Hulk. She goes to her friend's wedding, who's played by Patty Harrison. Okay, cool. <laughs> from uh, I think you should leave. Oh, amongst other things. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> no, just overall, there's just been a lot of really good guests, and the cast is really solid. It's just really funny, and 
basically anytime like a fight scene comes up, I'm kind of almost disappointed because I just want to see her practice law. Yeah, her practice law and them, her just hanging out in her life and like what <laughs> it's like being a Hulk, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy all that stuff a lot. So, uh, I mean, the fight scenes are still pretty fun, but that's nice. what I've enjoyed the most. It's kind of like taking it down. Not, It's not like a street level show, but it's just like kind of like a day in the life kind of superhero thing. That's have, cool. you, have you watched that at all, UA? Or? Yeah, I watched J-Falk. I also watched Miss Marvel. I thought Miss Marvel was amazing. It was slow at the beginning, but... Mm-hmm. As it progressed on and the story progressed on, I think the ending, the ending episodes really, really did it for me. Um, I'm someone who loves history. I'm someone who loves culture. So to see like um, Pakistan, Pakistani people get highlighted with the smart lot, that was really good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it came out at a time for me where I just watched Moon Knight and I wasn't like super big on it. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but it wasn't like amazing. And then I, I guess the other Marvel shows, I wasn't like. I really like WandaVision, mm. oh God, Captain in the Winter Soldier, or Falcon in the Winter Soldier, yeah. I thought it was kind of like a not super great, and mm. then was there another one? <laughs> they they kind of blend together <laughs> sometimes for me. But uh, I was like a little fatigued, but I know, I, I heard Miss Marvel's good from UA right here too, <laughs> <laughs> so I have to check it out. Yeah, I feel like I've, I've been skipping all of them since like since uh, WandaVision ended, I don't, I don't think I've watched another Marvel show to through to completion, honestly. Well, I think the other thing, too, is Miss Miss Marvel came out when Obi-Wan came out. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. So that, you know, a lot of people's attention was directed toward that instead. Ours that's was, a good point. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what's new with me. It's on Disney+. Plus. Nice. Um, UA, anything Yeah, else? so for me, um, I've been watching uh, Reservation Dogs on Ooh. Hulu. Yeah. Oh, no, how is that? That always looked really good. It is fucking fabulous. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on the podcast. You can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you fucking can. fabulous. <laughs> um, you know, it's not every day that you see Native Americans um, have a show, have a movie, whatever, but Reservation Dog, uh, you know, the writers are Native, the mm. actors are Native. Um, uh, Taika Watiti and Sterling Harjo, I think, produced this show. Mm-hmm. So you have indigenous folks um, producing this show. And, you know, for folks who haven't watched it, it's just basically about res kids on the reservation in Oklahoma kind of figuring out life. Um, and you also get, like, glimpses of life on the reservation for Native American folks. Mm. Um, albeit some of the humor is kind of for us, and so maybe some people might not get it. Um, but I think that's the beauty of it, right? I think every yeah. every um, <laughs> film... ooh. Gollum. I'm a sting over here gagging. <laughs> <laughs> Geronimo, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like, you know, every community has their own humor and their own um, how they t- tell stories, um, culture that influences stories. And that's what I really love about um, Reservation Dog. Um, and the other one, too, is um, Ruth of Her Falls, which was mm, on Peacock. Yeah. Um, which is another like MSN streaming service. Yeah. Peacock, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I binge watched season one and season two. Unfortunately, Rutherford Falls got canceled. Oh, it oh. did? For season three. So oh. a lot of people are bummed about that. But um, that is also another amazing show. Mm. Um, talks about a fictional tribe. Um, oh, I forgot what the tribe is. The Meshipi tribe? But it's not a real tribe. It's not real, right? yeah. It's. it's mm-hmm. The show itself, I feel, is more like a critique mm. um, about how contemporary natives, uh, our lives are in, you know, juxtaposition to colonization, to some of the micro and macro aggressions we receive. Mm. And some things are just kind of hilarious, too. Like, it also has some of our humor in it. So, yeah. 
you know, if you are curious about native media and native stuff, Reservation Dogs and River Falls are some shows to check out. Ooh, good Rex. Nice. Um, uh, Reservation Dogs is on Hulu, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. And River Falls is on Peacock. Peacock, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. My girlfriend and past and pending guest, Lily Young, <laughs> really likes Reservation Dogs. I've only I've only came bu- like walked by when she was watching it. Mm-hmm. It's like I really I, I should check it out, but um, <laughs> Geronimo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just uh, I think Gary Farmer uh, plays one of the kids' uncles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just was watching that scene. I'm like, oh, I love Gary Farmer and <laughs> everything he's in. So. Um, yeah, and season two is coming, right? Uh, I think we're on season two. They yeah, just so oh, season just came three. Out, right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. they just got uh, the green light for season three. Nice, nice. very good. Uh, really specific story, but <laughs> please, uh, I'm at my current job. I'm working on a show as a camera loader, so I have hard drives from a studio. And they're like, here's some extra hard drives that you need. And they said Reservation Dogs on it. Oh. So I was like, hey. <laughs> there it is. So this you got <laughs> deleted scenes. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's you nothing on the hard drives. You got the bloopers. <laughs> yeah, got I wish. <laughs> I, got the, I got the bloopers only hard drive. You got the gag reels. <laughs> I got the Reservation Dogs back gag reels. So Someone good. did a bad job and didn't delete the media and kept all the bloopers. And, and now I have them forever. Um, but yeah. Nice. Love it. Well, you know what else we loved? I loved this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie we're covering today. Today, which is Bray. Bray. <laughs> um, I loved it too. Mm-hmm. At least I liked it a lot. I liked it very much. Why am I? <laughs> oh, now I feel disingenuous immediately. <laughs> I did really like it. Yeah. But I just uh, was thinking at the same time, we do need to talk about um, you, uh, your your uh, experience or your history with the Predator franchise. I know you wanted to s- talk about a specific movie. <laughs> In particular, but um, have you seen any of the other ones? Have you seen all of them? What's girl? I've seen all of them. <laughs> I am a huge Yaucha and Xenomorph fan. Yeah, Yaucha. <laughs> what is a Yaucha? The Predators. The predator. That's what they're called. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, there you go. They just it's like Tiss Connery. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm not look into the Predator lore that deep, you anyway. <laughs> Well, they also like never say it in the movies. I yeah. think. That's cool. That's yeah. a good name. I think it's mentioned in like the comics and yeah. the novels and stuff like that. So. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, like my first introduction to that whole, because um, I think it's, oh, I don't know if it's by Dark Horse Comics or. I think it's Dark Horse, so. you're right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So when I was way young, I was uh, raised by brothers. And so one of the things that I would find in their possession is these comic books, right? Mm-hmm. Um Spawn was one of them I yeah. looked at, but I was always told not to look at that because <laughs> it was very adult and naked bodies and gore and guts and everywhere. Yeah, a lot of naked stuff in Spawn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the other one I was drawn to was uh, the Aliens comics and mm-hmm. the uh, Predator comics. Nice. And, you know, as a child, I didn't read. I was just looking at the images. Mm-hmm. And the images themselves told the story and... It was just really uh, captivating, and then I got to see the first Predator movie with Ar- with Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. which I thought was also very good. But my favorite one of all time was the second one. That's where, so interesting. Where yeah. the uh, uh, Predator themselves come here to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. There's a new Predator in town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's gone Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, baby. Hello. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's, that's the other uh, alien franchise. <laughs> 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 the 
There's no Predator reference in Spaceballs. Uh, space, um, Spaceballs. What, what do you like so much about the second one? Yeah. So I think the second one, um, it kind of very much uh, contrasts it with the first movie, right? Mm-hmm. This first movie is they're in a jungle. It's kind of far away. No one else can see it except them who are experiencing mm-hmm. it kind of that thing where like if a tree falls in the forest does anyone else hear it yeah but with this movie it's in the city mm, an urban jungle it's in an urban jungle mm-hmm. right and i think for me when i watched it i just it was kind of that thing where it's like okay well it's in the forest you know mm. as a young native child on the res if you go to the forest it's, it is kind of scary yeah. right the isolation but when you're in a town or a city when you're with people you kind of feel the sense of security mm. mm-hmm but with that second movie, it's like, oh, well, you know, this Yautra Predator Hunter can be anywhere. Yeah, it disrupts you know, that safety. Yeah, that mm-hmm. bitch got invisibility cloak, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, got all type of tracking, vi- uh, vision, stuff like that. And so that's kind of kind of how it subverted itself from the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think, like, the art was very different. The art direction was very, yeah. very much different. Um, Sweaty. It, yeah. <laughs> 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 very much um um just talking about how like crazy la was back you know in that setting um kind of the uh some of the uh places that they film has history to it as well mm-hmm. um and i think it's just more i think this is where they were more discovering about what the yaucha hunter was because there was that like secret alien that gary Busey was part of yeah that, like Oh, right. The task force. The men in black or whatever. (laughs) Mm. It was kind of really delving into who and what this Yautra is. Mm -hmm. Because the first one, you know, they didn't know what the fuck that that Yautra was. But the second one, it's like they have a clue. They've been tracking this motherfucker. (laughs) And I just think, like, the action sequences and everything was just so amazing. Um, The thing that always stayed in my mind was the subway scene. Oh, yeah. That's a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The subway scene. um, I just remember being so enthralled by it, how just how they made it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, this yeah. thing hops on top of the thing, uh, barges into the train, people running forward, and like it's just flashing lights and mm-hmm. people shooting. And I remember one thing that always stood out to me during that scene was where the predator records that little kid saying, Want some candy? Yeah, just so like creepy light. And I'm like, Want some oh. candy, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 and you know, it was just so interesting, and um, I think this is maybe one of the times where we get to see more of the Predator's way of hunting, because mm. in that exact scene, there's also where, you know, the Predator encounters a pregnant woman, right? and he doesn't kill her, mm-hmm. because the Predator... The He's a Yelch- chauvinist. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the predator does not kill the pregnant woman to our surprise. You know, this mm-hmm. guy's like slashing and hacking at everyone. But when it turns on that vision that sees a baby or embryo inside of her, mm-hmm. he just leaves her alone. Yeah. And I remember watching as a kid, I'm like, wait, why did he stop? Yeah. You know, this thing rips people's spines out of their fucking body, like. <laughs> yeah, willy yeah. nilly. Yeah, like a, I don't know. Like it a doesn't hunt the defenseless. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like yes. The mm-hmm. further the movies go, like, like later on in like the franchise or whatever, uh, he just like rips them out really fast. Yeah, like, yeah. The skull. And <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, like it's no effort involved. Yeah. <laughs> it really isn't. Um, and so you know, um, after that, I've always kind of wondered like, well, what is a yaucha? What is a predator? And so mm-hmm. when I started 
you know, as I got older, I started learning to read the, mm-hmm. the Dark Horse comic books mm-hmm. and delving more into lore. And, you know, that's where I delved into that. The Predator does have an honor system. Oh, there you go. Yeah, even as vicious and as scary as this creature is, they do, you know, they are intelligent. They, mm-hmm. they do have some type of code to them. Um, so that's kind of maybe some of the reasons why I really love it. Aside from it being very adult. Yeah. <laughs> very adult. <laughs> <laughs> it was just good all around. Did you ever see uh, Predators or The Predator? Did you like Ah, uh, The Predator. Is, is That's that the newest one. Yeah. Well, the well after this one. Yeah. yeah. The th- also, the problem is all the names after Predator 2 are just confusing. Yeah. It's like the Predator is with... Uh, the Predator comes to Earth, and he's like 10 feet tall, and everyone sucks. <laughs> That's not <laughs> very descriptive. <laughs> I think it's very descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen all of them, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the second one's your favorite? Second one, yeah. It's, nice. it's, it's, it's There's just something about it that's very alluring. I think the the team, everyone who worked on that, sh- uh, that movie, they just really made it come to life. And I think a lot of people recognize Predator mm. from that one. Yeah, it's Word. definitely like a very specific vision of L.A. that's like... The movie came out in 90, 1990, I think, and, it, and it's a vision of, like, 97 yeah. uh, Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. it's, like, future dystopian, kind of, even yeah. though it's, like, seven years, like, near <laughs> 1997 <laughs> so like, L.A. in shambles. <laughs> so, like, the LAPD office or whatever is just, like, another historic uh, downtown L.A. building that's something else. That right. It, that has that old architecture and everything, so all mm-hmm. that. Up to the point, yeah, when we we're when I was watching, I'm like, oh, they put in so much effort with like the production design, yeah, mm-hmm. that that does stick out to me a lot in that movie. And then also, yeah, the train sequence, like you said, I think I realized with that movie and um, the first season of the Amazon show Invincible, mm-hmm. the about like the uh, the comic, yeah, there's like a really horrifying train sequence in yeah. that. Yeah, have you seen that, UA? I have it. Is that the cartoon? Show? Yeah, 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 it's it's really gory, but very, very good. Is one of my favorite one comic like series s- ever. Superman, the w- the meme one where he's yeah. like, think. It was like, yeah. think, Mark! Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it, but I've seen plenty of memes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's horrifying to see him, like, holding his son in front of a train, just, like, blasting through it and just, like, yeah. smashing everyone against his, <laughs> oh his like, son's <laughs> body. <laughs> and being like, look how powerful and weak they are. Like, you're a sledgehammer. They're meat sacks. Jeez. It's horribly <laughs> dark. Like, that's not in the comics. I was like, yeah. oh! <laughs> Predator is more honorable than... Uh, Omni-Man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but just, like, yeah, like, putting the train as, like, a kill box kind of thing or in a, in a horror movie or whatever, I'm like, wow, that is actually terrifying because... You just only have so much space. You can only mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. back. You can only back up so much. Yeah. It's like uh, Train to Busan, I guess, to that zombie movie, that mm. Korean zombie movie. I haven't I seen like, that I one yet. I gotta see that again. Yeah. It's been years. But they're basically like trying to get to the back of the train. Or Snowpiercer, too. I think a train movie is like my personal fixation now. So you're really <laughs> excited for Bullet Train. Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. I was really excited for Brad Pitt's bucket hat, but... It's in some scenes he wasn't wearing it. So and I'm like, I don't know about this. I'm like it's over now, no more. <laughs> yeah. Um great. I guess we can talk about the newest movie now. Yeah. Okay. Prey. Also called Kutamiya. Ooh. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Nice. The Comanche version that you know, where it says Prey, the title says Kutamiya. Ooh, oh, cool. okay. Gotcha. That's cool. They changed the title card too, basically, um, or translated I it. I think so. Yeah. No, because cool. Kutamiya means something else. But oh, mm. okay. You know, for us native people, that's what the whole movie was about, basically. Word. Um, what was I going to say about Prey? 
It's good. It's good. <laughs> where to start? It's probably now my favorite of the Predators, I will say that. It was one of the movies where I actively was like, this is so cool and I'm enjoying myself a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said it wasn't one of your, your favorites? This is not one of my favorites. Oh. Like, I, I, no, it's I this, think we this both is. thought you said this isn't. No, 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 Connery, no. I got, a, I got a slap cocked up ready to <laughs> go across your face. No, are you Just kidding me? This was, this was, after like all the shit I would have been like, I forced myself to sit through this yeah. like rose to the top yeah. so yeah. fast. Like I think it's it's there with the first predator now. Where I'm like I thought that was it was beautiful for one mm-hmm. thing. It was intense and like and she was badass. I was like it was just it was just a good movie. I was like this is great the entire time. I did several yelps out loud, so it was good. <laughs> and I loved how the predator looks. I think he looked terrifying. I loved I loved Ooh. the design of this guy. Yep, we'll definitely have to talk about that later on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I I liked a lot too. I have like I'm after watching this whole franchise, um it was a really nice relief that it's definitely uh, right up there with the first Predator movie for mm-hmm. me because <laughs> Predators and the Predator, I think we both didn't like very much Connery. Oh yeah, no. Um, those. and this one really just looks really good. The direction's really good. Mm-hmm. Um Amber Mid Thunder's like amazing. Oh like, yeah. I want to see her in like so many other movies. Like mm-hmm. she's like a s- action star or just like a star in general. Like she's really yeah. good in this movie. She has great um, magnetism. Like she was amazing. Mm-hmm. But then also because we watched this whole franchise recently, I'm like, like, uh, there's cer- certain nitpicky things that like I'm like, oh, I like that they're doing new stuff. Yeah. And then other things I missed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it later. But overall, I liked it a lot, and I think it's a really good movie. What do you think, UA? I absolutely fucking loved it. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to delve into it, but there's just so many things about this film that I think other Predator films haven't explored Mm. yet or haven't touched or haven't dared to touch, maybe because they were a product of their time. Mm -hmm. But this one really kind of pushed a lot of boundaries, um, made you question a lot of things, and in my opinion, introduced a lot of new things that I feel like will revolutionize uh, how uh, TV films and shows are going to be shot and conducted. Mm. What would you say, like, about that? Would you, like, um, like, more specifically speaking, just... Like what, what do you think is uh what do you <laughs> yeah. think was like of the most like of, uh, of what, what like revolutionary change do you think yeah, it, it's going to make for uh TV or movies? Uh that native people have talent. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, that obviously. our stories and cultures are are you know, you can make film and media out of it mm-hmm. if you hire the right fucking people. <laughs> can we do a Wendigo movie next? I really want to see one of those. Uh, no. I think <laughs> that type of creatures you have to have certain people. Well, yeah, I, I, I want them to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, with their permission, if they do. But yeah. I feel like if they did, it, mm. would, it would be amazing. It yeah. would be amazing. Um, but yeah, like Native people, we have talent. Mm. You know, we can act. Um, if you leave us, we can make shit. We can make magic happen. Mm. And um, I think just utilizing Native people and telling it in a different way with a different story, as we will discuss Naru's mm-hmm. uh, development throughout the film, which I think really tied, you know, her, her, I don't know, race, ethnicity, whatever, of her being Native is very mm-hmm. central and very intricate to the film. Yeah. And even the dynamic of woman and man in that thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Gender. It's very, stuff very like hard that. gender stuff in that as well. Yeah, they really delve. A lot. It kind of like makes perfect sense. Like it was really smart to write it that way. I think to have a to have a female protagonist because mm-hmm. 
uh, to play into, I guess, the whole thing they, of being like the that. predator doesn't want to kill women. And, and I, my favorite part is he's canonically still never killed a woman. <laughs> 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 but uh, it's like, so it's not just the predator that's that's uh, not believing that she's a threat. It's also all of uh, everyone her, her tribe. Yeah, yeah, all of her family and neighbors and everything, mm-hmm. basically. Which is a good setup Ooh. for the battle. If you think about it, it's true. Yeah, and also everybody else gets slaughtered, and <laughs> she's the only one. <laughs> she also uses like a lot of tactics, I guess, that nobody else uses yeah. too. Chekhov's sink pit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> Chekhov's never-ending story sink pit. <laughs> I really liked that as well. As soon as she dived in, that I was, I was like, oh, like she can use like go like a uh, camo, go like full like predator mode, yeah. and then she washed off. I was like, oh. I, that will come back later, I bet. And then she sinks him in the muck. I was like, that's good. That's great. Thank God. <laughs> I was about to be so mad if we didn't use that thing again. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's really cool. It's like all the, like, the things she does. Like I like where the, she knows the prayers leaps from tree to tree. And like she has those spikes in it. And yes. one, so he just slams it. It's like, oh! I love how bloodied that thing gets. It's just like covered in neon by the end. And it's just, I love its bone plate mask. It's so cool. And shield, which I've never thought yes. of for like a predator to have. Yeah. Like, and using that as a weapon mm-hmm. for the most part, it's like, oh yeah, of course a predator would use that uh, like offensively. Yeah, and like when he's carving through stone to get to her, I was like, this thing is so strong. It's carving terrifying. through his own arm. <laughs> yeah, carves through his own arm. Just like, ugh, that's annoying. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So good. And that dog had me on end the entire time because I didn't want it to get hurt the Did entire movie. Did you know movie. the story of that dog in real life? N- no, please. That dog was a, a rescue. Oh. It was, they, they got him from, a um I think, a shelter. Mm-hmm. And after the dog, you know, was trained and everything, the dog got adopted. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Happy endings all around. Very except good. Except for the Yocho. <laughs> <laughs> except for him, yeah. He, he's, he's sunk and dead. <laughs> Blew his own head off. <laughs> I guess this is the first time I've say, said this sentence on the podcast, but that's the best animal actor I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Yes. That, good actor dog, really. <laughs> and then I always think about that, too. I'm like, you can't really like compensate in a, a dog actor. No. <laughs> you know, like you can just give it good snacks, belly and stuff. rubs. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you give the owner money, but it's not compensating the dog. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but th- yeah, that dog is so good and just really cute. It's like that kind of dog. Yeah, like short-haired, like mid-sized dog. I like mm-hmm. a lot. I don't know the, the breed, but um, and just comparing that to the Harrison Ford Call of the Wild, <laughs> which had oh a CGI dog. It's just like you can have a normal dog and like train it. And it could be really good, but no, look how far we can push CGI. It doesn't look real at all. Yeah, <laughs> I watched the trailer and it was just cringe. I'm <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> yeah. There's there's several things in this movie that I thought were like really cool, but then I was also just like, I don't know. I I feel like, um, there's like a fair amount of movies about um, indigenous characters that are directed by like white cis men Mm -hmm. and this is one of them as well so i'm also just at certain points i'm like oh this is a really cool thought and then like through my own perspective i'm like oh like is this like accurate or not so i didn't i i wish i did like a little bit more research in terms of like dan trachtenberg's directing process with the, the the cast and like authenticity and everything yeah but i did think it was really cool when um naru like sees the ship crashing through yeah. through the clouds and she's like oh like that's a thunderbird like i've been given a sign yeah. mm-hmm. to that i that i'm a hunter like this is my 
that's like my sign to do that. Yeah, that was really good. And I, I liked how the ship looked too. It was like it wasn't the ugly sleek ship from Predator <laughs> from the, the Predator. Predator yeah. And I was I was like, there's my ship. There it is. That piece of junk that looks like it could fall out of the sky any second, but it's like somehow flying. <laughs> That glorious hunk of metal. Yeah, I'm like, like good. <laughs> I want more gross Predator Grunge spaceship where it's like, that shouldn't work, but it works. <laughs> That's not aerodynamic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too many skulls on it. It's like all this, the ships that like the Rebels have in Star Wars. Yeah. They, like, like, look, they look like big, weird, oval, <laughs> yeah. obtuse things. I'm just like, they're not super aerodynamic looking. No, or the ones with like giant, long, skinny necks yeah. and big, fat bottoms on either yeah. side. <laughs> But I also like how you spend some time with the Predator just on on his own, killing, like, hunting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's kind of like a su- side plot thing. Like, they don't really, like, come together yeah. for a little while mm-hmm. because um, they're going after the uh, the mountain lion mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yes. Right? So, yes. And they're, like, so, like, Naru is, like, growing as a character mm. and, like, wanting to become Hunter and none of her... Um, friends or anything like thinks that she can do it. They only bring her along because she's like can heal. Like, can, yeah, has like and knowledge about her. medicine and yeah. stuff about like the the orange uh, totsia, I think, which is like I don't think is real, right? It's like that flower that yeah, yeah. Like, makes you cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, can we talk about Naru? Yeah, yes, of course. Of course. Okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well. For me personally, um, when I first watched it, I was really like blown away. Mm-hmm. But then to hear kind of the criticisms behind it, and I don't know if you guys seen some of the memes where it's like an elite task force mercenaries got, you know, they. they I've I've seen those. It's yeah. bullshit every time because guess what? Woman, it always falls down to one person has to fight the predator. Yeah. So man, woman, it really shouldn't matter. The point is, it's always a one on one fight in the end. Yes, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think what people don't realize, and I'm probably gonna go on a uh, uh, tangent, go for it. Yeah, tangent. Yeah, thank you. It, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, is that people don't understand who Naru is, mm-hmm. who her place is in her uh, her tribe, her community, and her development. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're first introduced that she is a wonderful, brilliant tracker. Mm-hmm. She knows how to track animals. That's where it opens up in the beginning, where she's hunting and tracking the deer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with that, we kind of see her development with the weapon. Right, that weapon will kind of become more important later on, but when she starts throwing the the axe, she noticed that you know when you throw the axe, it's a one time thing. Mm-hmm. When you throw your axe, you are vulnerable. You have no weapons, nowhere to defend you, and that's where she gets the rope and mm-hmm. the axe, which I think was fucking fabulous. That was cool. It's like an awesome axe whip. I was like, this is fantastic. I love it. Five it's stars. Like something Soul Caliber could do. It was <laughs> yeah. just so fucking amazing. I was like, it's God of War. It's Soul yeah. Caliber. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember playing Soul Calibur with you one of the first times we met. That was so fun. <laughs> Who were you? Were you the? I was Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy that just has like batons or whatever? Or you, oh. it's not even nunchucks. I think they're like tonfas. I, I don't know. Okay, I completely deflated the conversation. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> please, sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but you know, just that weapon that she has, she noticed that if you throw it and you pull the string and yank it back, it will fly back maybe even more faster. But mm-hmm. she can catch it. Um, and so we kind of see her develop her arsenal a- in the beginning, and then that's when you know uh, the attacks start happening yeah. with the Yaucha hunting uh, members of their tribe, or they start encountering it. 
and then you see the men of the tribe kind of making fun of her, belittling her, stuff like that. Um, but I think they're her brother. I think it's her brother. Yeah, too, her yeah. her brother is kind of like you know, kind of vying for her, but not really. Um, he's still kind of babying and belittling her, mm. um, which is normal. Um, but when you get to the sequ- the fight sequence where basically the Yelcher is just like slashing and hacking away at all the warriors and they're yeah. trying to inflict damage on him mm. um and she's trying to help and she kind of realized that this this thing is is it's it's a menace like this mm. thing we can't really kill it we can't you know it, it needs to be something and as you if you watch the film again you will notice that um to be a tracker you need to be observant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is what naru did throughout the entire movie yep she was very observant. She she observed the Yaucha, the Yaucha's weaponry. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that thing where the Yaucha had the three laser dots on yeah. one of that dude, and it shot, you know, pinned mm-hmm. him basically to the log, and she knew that, oh, that three laser dots is very lethal. Mm-hmm. You cannot dodge that. You cannot do that, which is why when they were running away and her brother was about to shoot the Yaucha with a bow, but the laser was on his yeah, forehead. She says, nope. yeah. She's like, nope, you can't, you yeah, know, you can't win us. this. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's <laughs> run away. Um, and so, you know, they managed to escape somehow. Um, and then there was the bear sequence. I love the bear thing. The bear sequence. And <laughs> so leading up to this, you kind of see these, um, and I think me and Conroy were talking about earlier, these sequences of like the circle of the life mm-hmm. where the snake eats the mouse and yeah. then the wolf eats the, the, the rabbit, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, one of the, the things um, for what they call a kutamia, which is basically their kind of way of passage, mm-hmm. you know, you have to kill something that will hunt you or whatever. Nothing in North America, at least inland North America is more brutal than a bear. Yeah. To see this Yaucha take on this bear, um, albeit, you know, he got fucked up too, but, yeah. you know, to take on this bear, she was like, holy shit, this thing is a demon. Yeah, like, yeah. this is a terrifying thing right. from hell. <laughs> to take out this bear with ease, whatever. Um, like Literally lifts hands. it over his head and just like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blood dripping down and everything. Oh. Yeah, I like that he keeps getting, like, fucked up basically from everything he's fighting even the snake he like gets bit by and stuff the mm-hmm. the predator yeah just like and then kills it and stuff mm-hmm. like he's just in it for the hunt like he doesn't care like how hurt he gets Pause now for some quick announcements yeah do it here's some fresh oh for dinner we will be having do it Come on down. <laughs> Sing an Elvis song. Oh, <laughs> yeah, come to the mic. Oh, <laughs> Patrick's my new co-host. Oh, good. Well, can you sing an Elvis song, Connery? I can because I've watched Elvis. Um. I'm caught in a trap. <laughs> I can't walk out because I love you too much, baby. Is that good? Is that better? Mm, <laughs> no. I, need, I need some more poop and intestines for me. Poop? <laughs> Not enough constipation for me. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, pull out your big sandwich, Connery. I'm caught in a trap. 
I can't go home. <laughs> we'll really see if liked that stays it when in. The predator died on the toilet. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, okay, so what were we talking about? The bear. The bear. Yes, the bear. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, that is absolutely horrifying. Because even the the original predator movie, it's like he has a lot of tech. Um, mm-hmm. He has a big like laser cannon thing on his shoulder and this <laughs> nuclear bomb. <laughs> this nuclear bomb. This predator is just kind of like I don't care how messed up I get. I'm gonna fight this bear with my with my like bare axe, hands basically yeah <laughs> and just like picks it up and it's like that's yeah that's like physically impossible for anything in the entire world to do like mm-hmm. there's nothing bigger than a bear yeah. yeah yes so the reason why i bring that up is because it's setting up the predator to be this voracious thing yeah. this this you know thing that will take down a predator with ease and that's yeah. kind of what really scared uh naru a true disruption to the food chain the natural order yes mm-hmm. exactly um and so you know, they, you know, she runs back and tries to warn the village, but they're like, oh, you know, um, oh, I forgot to add the, the, the uh, mountain lion scene. Yeah. yeah. So just really quickly, back it up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The mountain lion scene, when they were out there hunting and they were trying to hunt the mountain lion, one of the things that Naru did that I think had, will set up the film is when she was on the tree mm-hmm. and, you know, they saw on one side of the grass, um, how it go. Anyways, Naru was um, her her plan was okay. Yes, this thing can easily kill me, but if I make if I make it, I can't I can't speak today. <laughs> if I make it so that this mountain lion will see me as prey, I can kind of yeah, manipulate little, little that. Sense of security. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can manipulate that to my success, which is what she did. Mm-hmm. Which is what she did, and so bring it back to the uh, uh, predator post bear scene Mm -hmm. you know she was like wow they took out you know this predator took out all of the 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 men the soldiers everything how can i avenge my brother basically Mm -hmm. how how can i um i mean her brother got really um injured not killed but how can i avenge these other folks because this thing is out there right it's gonna kill my community it's gonna hunt everything so how can Mm -hmm. i do that then we start getting to the um her bettering her arsenal and her trying to um you know, devise a plan to kill this thing. And, you know, fast forward, one of the things that she sees is that uh, this thing will not kill you. Yeah. It will not harm you. I think this is when she got captured by the, the, the French people. Yeah, it, it just literally looks at her and then just, like, yeah. walks away. Yeah. So it's like, eh. Yeah, it didn't see her as a threat, mm-hmm. which is perfect. Because mm-hmm. remember that lion scene. Yes. Yeah. So when she sees that, oh, he doesn't view me as a threat, I can use that to my advantage. That's when she started getting the gun, and her brother were kind of tag teaming back and forth and fucking the Yaucha back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she can, like, yeah, go behind him and stuff, and, like, he still doesn't yeah. see her as a threat. Mm-hmm. Blast him in the back of the head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty ignorant of you, Because predator. she knew that the bullets bounce off his front plate. That's yep. why she shoots in the back. Yep. Mm-hmm. A good icon, right? Yeah. <laughs> um,. Yeah, but just so many things. So you have to realize that Naru is very observant. She's a tracker. Mm-hmm. This is what she does for a living. This is her place in her society. So, you know, taking it to the ending, it's no wonder that she could easily outmaneuver him. Yeah. Like she, she's pl- plotted out as everyone. She knows him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she literally made it seem like the, the Yaucha was chasing and hunting her. But lo and behold, she is setting up these traps that yeah. he is falling 
over and over into like Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big home alone, lethal Home Alone. I was gonna say like Viet Cong, but Home Alone is the same thing. There yeah. you go. <laughs> She she says the iconic like come on come on yes. do it. Home Alone was the Sticky Bandits' his own own personal Vietnam. <laughs> he still gets flashbacks. I don't know which of them get flashbacks. Might be the what Bandits get PTSD flashbacks. Right, Joe Pesci because his head's in a toilet. <laughs> Kevin McAllister holding it down. <laughs> um. But, you know, that's how uh, Naru was able to defeat the Yaucha, mm-hmm. which she, A, um, was very observant, saw his weaknesses, used it against him, but even used his own strengths against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she st- takes his, like, spear, yeah. like, mace thing mm-hmm. at one point, doesn't she? Yeah. And she, the, the helmet? Mm-hmm, she the helmet. took his helmet, aimed it right back at that motherfucker, and <laughs> shot him. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, like, she was just so observant. She was us- utilizing her resources. Yeah. In her environment, and she was mm-hmm. using uh, the actual, you know, the trees, the woods, the sink pit. Mm-hmm. She was <laughs> utilizing everything in her power to take this thing down, which is what a tracker and a hunter naturally does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like her, even her axes, which like an axe is a tool. You can also use it as a weapon and like putting the ropes on it. Too. Yeah, be it's, resourceful. Uh, yeah. It saves her life. Yeah, um, literally. It her gets her out of the sink pit, basically, because. And she can also use it as a, a weapon. grappling hook, yeah. <laughs> yes. And the other thing, too, we also have to discuss that might be crucial to this is this is a different type of Yaucha. Right. Mm. This is a Yaucha, as we see, has different armor, has yeah. different weaponry, uh, maybe even a different code. Because, um, you know, if you ever do delve into the Predator franchise, you'll learn that all Yaucha, even though they have an honor code, they have clans and yeah. they have, uh, you know, there's different clans. Some Yaucha don't follow the honor code. Mm. Some Yaucha go off and they're rebels or um, they're, they go rogue, what have you. Um, but they all don't use the same weaponry. You know, in the, um, is it the Predator? The, one of them uses like a, a, a plane, like a little falcon. Oh, oh yeah, the, 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 yeah. Yeah. The Falcon Predator. Yeah. It uses mm-hmm. the, the falcon. The other one uses those like little. Uh, the dogs. The dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not every one of them has a shoulder cannon. Yeah. Yeah. And as you see in the, um, is that the Jordan? Not Jordan Pill. Um, Keegan, oh, Keegan Michael. Michael. Yeah, Keegan yeah, that Michael. the yeah. predators, right? The, the predator. predator. <laughs> the predator. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's just convoluted mess. <laughs> we made a joke the last time. Was like next is and predator. <laughs> yeah. So as we see in that one, uh, remember one of the dudes kind of takes the shoulder cannon for himself. Mm-hmm. But as we learn, it is you have to have skill to use it. You can't act on reflexes. Yeah. Because he looked, what, to his left or his right, and it blew off his fucking head. <laughs> yeah. So that's also to say that even Yaucha have their own preferred style of fighting. And mm-hmm. in this case, this predator just happened to be different. Yeah. He was, like, berserker, like... Yeah, very it, hands-on. It almost yeah. felt like he's like, I'll fight you on your level kind of vibe. Like, he has some, like better gear ish but like a bow and arrow he uses kind of a bow and arrow yeah a spear he has like a spear mace combo thing it's mm-hmm. like he came into the environment being like i will be on your level he's not wearing armor he's nope. pretty much stark naked except for his helmet mm-hmm. yeah which is like the whole thing with predators too is like they want to be challenged to an extent yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it makes sense why the first predator has all this armor and stuff because yeah. he's fighting these elite mercenaries mm-hmm. um but at the same time, this one, like, I, it's probably the same height because predators are always, like, seven feet tall or something. Mm-hmm. But this one, like, just feels lankier and just, like, 
Yeah, he feels like leaner. He in feels lie. He feels like I think one of the pred- predators and predators was called the berserker predator. But like this is the yeah. berserker predator to yeah. me, where it's like he's lithe, but like he's just he takes so much punishment, and just keeps coming. Like they mm-hmm. hack that thing to bits, and he's just like, nope, still here. <laughs> yeah, just keeps going. Um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of yeah, just all of this stuff with the predator design in this. Um, now that you're talking about it, it's like, oh, I do like all of this stuff a lot more than I, I did initially because I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of the uh, old school Predator, or yeah. like the original one with like the, the, the metal helmet and everything. And the big and head. The cannons and stuff just because <laughs> I thought it would be so cool for it to be like idiosyncratic with the uh, the time period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if this <laughs> guy did have like a laser cannon? Or it's like when the uh, when it shot off, when it, he's fighting all the French trappers or yeah. whatever, yeah. trappers. He shoots the arrow out, the tracking arrow, mm-hmm. or uh, these discs. I guess I guess they're little mini bombs. That yeah, and I was just like, oh, it would have been so cool in my head. Nuke them. If, if, <laughs> <laughs> if he dropped a nuke, and they're like, what is that? And they're just like, <laughs> like a mushroom cloud in the background. And I'm like, no one's gonna know because that was like for 400 years yeah. from like when nukes were like a thing, like from yeah, from humanity. So I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. But then at the same time, I'm like. The things that they do do and like the styling of that predator's culture and like that clan of predator, like it makes complete sense, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's just me. I'm like, that's not really a criticism of the movie in any way. Yeah. I just also wanted to see a nuke go up <laughs> in the 1700s <laughs> just because that's my personal interest. It has, no- it has nothing to do with the movie. Because that's my personal. I just, it's just that's such a weird idea to have like a nuke, you know? Yeah. But, go off in 1717. <laughs> but, uh, all the other tech and stuff is really cool. And yeah, like you said, like in the comics, uh, it shows, oh, there's different clans and mm-hmm. stuff. The predator, there's one I was reading where, um, this older, uh, warrior, um, predator lands on earth because there's like kind of a more like cult, uh, mm. predators that just kind of kill everything Ugh. without honor. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just going all over the forest, like just killing everything they see, every person, whether they're like armed or not. Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of like a bystander character. Like there's two characters that saw this, all this stuff happen. So they're being investigated by like the CIA. That's how yeah. this whole story is being framed mm-hmm. um, in, in the comic. Um, but then this older predator he looks like he's like maybe in his like late sixties in terms of predators years, <laughs> you know. But he's like so he's like a really skilled warrior, but yeah. he's just like kind of survive. He's eating roots and stuff mm-hmm. just to survive, you know. Like yeah. he's he's like more of a tracker, like honorable predator, and he defeats all of these younger predators that are kind of just like serial killers and stuff. So I'm like, yeah. oh, that's really interesting seeing like the internal conflicts between all the different codes and stuff. They're just like people where they'll like have disagreements over like what's. Yeah. Proper law and all this stuff. I was gonna say there's stuff. a scene with all of like the bison, and I was yeah. like, I feel like at first I was like, oh, did the predator do this? And I was like, oh wait, no, no. this is the trappers. Like this is like getting them and just leaving them out there. <laughs> I was like, that's why would that's... the predator have for buffalo skin? I don't know, he was hunting all the other animals. I was like, maybe they pissed him off. <laughs> Trading with with the French trappers now? No, he's just murdering <laughs> buffalo. He's just like fuck them. <laughs> but but, but, but I'm like thing, they're yeah. they're they're not gonna hurt him unless they touch him. He's probably like I'm big nice friends. Pet pet right, pet. And right. even <laughs> he's even them. yeah he even does that where like, he leans down that dead one. He like sees like oh cigar interesting. Then like yeah. the the flower petal that uh she puts on. He's like hmm. <laughs> 
want to see the predator ride a buffalo now. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I love these big dramatic pictures of buffaloes. Like it's like, have you guys seen where it's like the buffalo which is like totally ice blasted and it just like has all like the ice all over oh, it? I think so. Yeah. yeah, it looks really cool. It's like the winter buffalo. I'm like, that's what a god looks like, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about the buffalo scene too is, um, to me and to other people, I, that was very American propaganda. Oh yeah, because. Believe it or not, French fur traders, although they hunted beavers, you know, mm-hmm. without care, they've never hunted buffalo like that. I feel like that's very much American propaganda because it was American settlers yeah. who decimated. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's what I was like. That's how I was surprised when they were French. I was like, they're French. Yeah, that, okay. that's Americans. That's American yeah, like, did that. They French would not do that. Mm-hmm. So. But, you know, I the Frenches were still assholes in this movie. So they <laughs> yeah. got what they got They decimated coming. the beaver populations, but <laughs> Americans definitely... Uh, I am smarter than a beaver. <laughs> American colonists and stuff, like, definitely, yeah. Because I think there's, like, bounties and stuff on, on killing buffalo just to clear them out and stuff. And it was, I mean, part of, yeah, a lot of horrible lot of history stuff. of mm. destroying a food source and culture and everything. I remember in a... Displace people who live there already. Yeah. I remember in, I was playing Red Dead Redemption when I was very young, probably 16, 17. And I just saw a herd of buffalo, and I was like, oh, go get them. Their pelts are worth a lot of money. So I, I killed the whole herd. And then you get that trophy where it's like, last of the buffalo. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it was exactly that moment where I, scott, I was like, Oh, I'm a bastard. I see. Okay. your ancestors speaking through you through a video game. Yeah, thanks, Rockstar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He plays things like Grand Theft Auto sometimes. I'm like, I need money. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't need money that bad. That was shitty. And I never did it ever again. (laughs) So if anything, it was a good lesson. (laughs) See, folks, video game also teaches empathy. It's true. Mm -hmm. Not just violence. Undertale. Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. I don't know about that. Things I've seen you do in Grand Theft Auto 5 has taught me the opposite of empathy. What's the quote you always say? I've seen something off of battleships. Uh, uh, I've seen things attack ships off the shoulders of Orion. Yeah. I don't know if I want to use the term matriarchal, but Mm. we've never seen a woman or female predator. And the reason is because in the novels, the women are far more bigger than the males. Ooh. They are way more vicious. Ooh. They are known that if they mate with a male predator, they are known to, like, in the heat of the moment, <laughs> to kill They're the They're like mantises. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Like, they are way worse. So maybe predators have some type of reverence or respect for maybe female members of a species or what have are they you. Like, are they the leaders or are they just like... The, the females, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they dictate what stuff goes down. Mm-hmm. They teach the young Yaucha how to hunt, how to uh, do all that. So we've yet to see a female predator. Well, that, they, that lore exists. We should really get some of that then. Mm-hmm. I want to see a giant lady predator eat, eat a male one. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, I remember they're uh, going to the... Yautchipedia or whatever. <laughs> Yautchipedia. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a female predator called like Big Mama or something like that. In Big the Mama. It's something like that that they nickname. WeAreYaucha.com. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yauchajam.com. Yeah, there's always this fine line between knowing more about predator lore and me not wanting to know too much at the uh-huh. same time. It's like, oh, I kind of hope they don't ever do a movie about like going to the predator planet. Mm-hmm. Yaucha Prime. Is that what it's called? Yeah, nice. Yaucha Prime. <laughs> but it could also, it's just like anything. It could be well done. Like, yeah. 
even Alien vs. Predators, which I don't think is like a great movie, I kind of like seeing the Predator stuff in that movie. And yeah. The Predator teaming up with the human and everything <laughs> is interesting <laughs> to me. But what about the global warming Predator in The Predator? That tries to save us from that global warming? That tries to save us from global warming. <laughs> Was that his plan? That was his plan. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us a dumb Predator Iron Man suit. Oh, my God. That cheesy CGI. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of CGI, like, in this movie, all the... Like, there's kind of no way around it, but, like, you know, mm. all the animals are CG. But yeah. when you think about it, it's like, you're not going to have a real mountain lion. No <laughs> like, way. Or a bear. Yeah. Right. You can't train that. Mm-hmm. So people are complaining about that. But I think I've I've come around with, like, a, like with She-Hulk 2, where just, like, you kind of just get used to it the more you watch it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, plus just understanding the crunch that VFX artists have and, like, how VFX houses go under all the time yeah. after completing their work on a movie because it's really? too expensive. Yeah. And Ooh. also, it's a good look. Th- all the animals are good looking. It was like, that's a good looking bear. That's a good looking mountain lion. They look scary and good. It's fine. That <laughs> does a job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, you're not going to have a real bear there. So what are you going to yeah. do? <laughs> It's like, I don't know, Edwin from Reddit.com, would you like to train a bear for movies? (laughs) (laughs) Bear trainer Reddit? Yeah. (laughs) So I've been training this bear at home, and... uh, It killed my mom. What should I do? Now I'm in federal prison for 25 years. (laughs) Am I culpable for what my bear did? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to talk about Dan Trachtenberg a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. He directed this movie, obviously, and 10 Cloverfield Lane. Did either of you see that? Yeah. I like that movie. Um, it's a semi-sequel. I mean, it's the second movie in the Cloverfield franchise, which I really want to cover sometime because they're all not really connected to each other, just only that there's Cloverfield monster kind of things <laughs> in it. Yes. Um, but that's just very much like a suspense movie where uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is like saved from a car wreck by John Goodman, <laughs> who basically lives in a bunker, and he seems nice, but... He's not. Uh, things <laughs> unfold, yeah. So it's very, like, suspenseful and thrilling, and I feel like Trachtenberg's style is very... He's very suspenseful, but also... Just his visual language, like, you can really tell where things are, like, ge- geographically. Like, you know what's going on, I think, for the most mm-hmm. part. Like, all the action going on, it's not all up close and, like, shaky and stuff. You can see the geography of things that are happening when people yeah. are fighting, when people are running, like... When uh, Naru and her brother are, are running through that field to try to get away from the predator, or no, it's somebody else in Naru trying to get away from right when the lasers are like pointed on his head, yeah. And then he's trying to run away, and then there's yeah. like the overhead shot, mm-hmm. and then he's just like absolutely eviscerated mm-hmm. by the predator, yeah. Um, all that stuff is really cool. So, um, yeah, it's like kind of like classic blockbustery filmmaking but still more it's like spielberg and hitchcock which are i don't know no it does feel like it's big blockbuster and dynamic and like uh even bombastic at times where it's like it's like yeah we get like a whole bunch of big cool fight scenes like that trapper fight scene is so fun too oh my god massacres them and like I love the moment where, like, they all fire and pretty much all miss. And then they go, yeah. Loading the best case. <laughs> like, reloading. So he just goes, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it just, like, walks over and starts killing yeah. them all. It's so good. It's like that whole battle scene, you can, like, you could write that down. Like, I'm sure they wrote out the whole spatial geography of it. Yeah. Like, you can see on a map, like, this trapper's going to be here and there. Like, mm-hmm. it's a whole battlefield. So yeah. It's, it, it all translates effectively. So I thought all of that was really cool. Um, 
Yeah, her brother played by Dakota Beavers. Like I thought he was really good too. He was great. Um, I definitely want to see him in more stuff. And he's just kind of like has that. I don't know. Like I, I think it's more of a um, the time and place when things were made too, like culturally. But I feel like if you have a brother character in a movie, like in the past, sometimes they're just kind of annoying or being like condescending. He's but like, he's kind of just like a supportive, nice brother. Yeah, I think for the most part. Yeah, he's very supportive, but like, cocky and self-assured is how I would describe him. Even where like he he it, he. Is like I'm good at this. He knows he's good at this, but also he's like he wants what's best for his family too. So he will look out for her and even kind of stick up for her, but like never go full hog yeah. about it. He'll give yeah. her credit for things. Be like, hey, we killed the mountain lion, even though you know he's not going to say that in front of the whole tribe. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh well, I guess because they want to appoint him as like they give him an honor, right? He's yeah, war chief, mountain lion. Yeah, war chief. But, um, but then it turns out so he thinks he's like you know, going to be basically one of the leaders of his people. But mm-hmm. then it's just like, oh, no, actually, my sister's better at me, better yeah. than me at the, all of this. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> acknowledgement moment even comes where, like, he, him going up to her and be like, we did it. and But he gets all, like, the pomp and, like, reward yeah. of it. Like, it's a political thing. Yeah, almost very political. And then and then when she, like, really rags on him, it's like, that wasn't what we were hunting. Like, there, you know what's out there. And he's like, well, you know, I did it. And then he gets a little pissy and stuff. But, but then he's kind of, like, accepts his own death too he's like you're mm. the one that's gonna get us through all of this mm-hmm. like yeah, bring it home yeah. <laughs> swing away billy yes. <laughs> <laughs> i just like that the alien in signs like doesn't die from water it just dies from being beat to shit by the joker joaquin phoenix <laughs> it's just like <laughs> alien <laughs> I just really <laughs> like that he's just beating an alien with a baseball bat. It's so weird <laughs> yeah. to think about. Yeah, that fear's broken real quick. He just beat one of them with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we can fight them. <laughs> <laughs> I was really scared. I could just beat the crap out of this thing. It doesn't even have a weapon. It's probably just curious about stuff. Yeah, can I, can I just limply walked around the world <laughs> and I beat it to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> it's behind. <laughs> 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 uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about this movie? Um, you know, I typed up a whole Word document, yeah. but my computer did not save it Aww. to my my OneDrive, so I'm really fucking <laughs> bummed about that. Um, Drama's putting quotation marks <laughs> in the background. A real sassy <laughs> studio audience today. <laughs> a real silent yet sassy and helpful studio audience. Yes, thank today. you for babysitting Niles. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's see what else about. Oh, I don't know if y'all know this. I'm pretty sure you do, but the movie's also dubbed in Comanche. I did not know that. Yeah, the Comanche uh, language. So mm. if you watch it, they're all speaking the language, or you know, some Comanche people came and kind of dubbed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched half of it. I haven't watched the entire thing, but apparently, for uh, people who speak Comanche, that there's some nuances Ooh. in the translation. Okay. Um. And, you know, talking about the, the title of the film, Kutamia, some people think it means pray. It does not mean pray. Mm-hmm. It's a rite of passage. It's a name oh. for, like, a rite of passage oh. that you take. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That makes sense. So just clearing that up. Kutamia does yeah. not mean pray. It means a rite of passage that, you know, uh, they go through, uh, you know, in this case, in this movie, um, to hunt something that could kill you. Mm-hmm. 
um, to hunt uh, basically another predator. Um, could be a mountain lion, could be a bear. bear, could be something that has the potential to kill you, but it has to be, you know, something grand. Yeah. So that's why this film is called Kutamia, because mm. at the end, you know, yeah, it crystallizes everything because it's for it's a rite of passage for Naru and for the predator. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why he's there is to just kill the biggest, most dangerous thing, basically. Mm-hmm. So and cool. uh, I guess the last thing I want to talk about might be a mind mind fuck, but um <laughs> some people say that the the Yaucha knew Naru and saw her potential and that the movie is just setting up Naru oh. to oh, be like, the best that she could. He's like nursing this, like kind of yeah, semi training like her. To yeah. see her at her greatest. Ooh, that's kind of cool. I like that vibe. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of fun. I can see that. What do you think, Tyler? I, yeah, I think that's really cool. I want to interview the predator, but I guess, <laughs> I, guess I guess he's dead now. So <laughs> you might be missing a head these days. I, w- I hope they find the predator's diary. And be like, <laughs> I have found the ultimate hunt, <laughs> and I'm going to nurse her to be the best hunter. Because <laughs> that'd be really cool. Because you don't really think of predators being like hyper intelligent in that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're super um, smart. Yeah, they got right. Hunger Games arenas. Because that's another thing I like about having if he had a nuclear device just to go back to my specific <laughs> thing where it's like he has space travel so it's like but then you wouldn't use that nuke because then it would be too easy yeah, yeah. and also but, um, like you know. they would have that technology I, I just like the idea of like a, of an alien species having like really advanced technology but they only use it to go hunt things <laughs> they don't use it for any greater means than that they're just yeah. like i want to go kill stuff and like prove myself yeah we're a super advanced species like imagine that instead of it's like stagnation. Yeah. They might have. It's like there's nowhere to go. Like nowhere t- to go. Let's uh, <laughs> let, I don't know. Let's goof off. <laughs> Two thousand one: A Space Odyssey, but with predators instead. Bum bum bum. Oh, and about the nuke that you brought up, Tyler. I think a lot of Yaucha use that as more of a last resort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that Yaucha would have had it on him. Nukes um, are pretty dishonorable. They are. Yeah, they kill a, a large amount of people with like little to no effort. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I don't think that was that Yaucha's style of fighting. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's more definitely. like a signature fuck you before blowing up. Yeah, it yeah. also could be maybe the shoulder cannon or the mm-hmm. nuke wasn't invented at that time. That's true. Yeah, it's maybe. probably like 200 years ago, so the predators yeah. could just be improving. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely not like a like an. Uh, it's not a reasonable complaint of mine in any way. <laughs> you I just, just want to see that force <laughs> lit up with a mushroom cloud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At some point in another Predator movie. Um, but Maybe feudal Japan. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yikes. yikes. <laughs> oh, that is Maybe yikes. a different country. <laughs> different country. <laughs> or just, uh, you know, make a whole Predator movie about how nuclear proliferation is bad. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what Godzilla's for? <laughs> Predator teams up with Godzilla. Oh I like God. a team up. <laughs> That's interesting. He's like sliding down Godzilla's tail, like shooting these like metal spears at people. Uh, yeah, what do you want to see next in a Predator movie? Um, so in the comics, it talks about this human, I guess, who was adopted by the Yaucha. Ooh. Um, and I would really love to see that how a human kind of navigates the Yelcha world, the Yelcha culture, the, the, the code of honor and yeah. stuff like that. Um, 
oh my god, my brain's turning right now. Like, what if like we do that, and it's like the the angle of she's human and like this up raised by predators, but she's dropped on a different planet, an alien world. So we're just like predator lady in a different alien world, proving herself to the to the Yaucha. <laughs> that yeah, exactly, very much yeah. that. I would <laughs> love to see that. Or the other one I would love to see um, is I would love to see a female Predator movie. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. I want to see these girls fuck shit up. (laughs) I want to see them do something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, folks don't love AVP movies, but (laughs) like an AVP movie of a female Predator going on Xenomorph Prime. Ooh. Has to fight the one of the Xenomorph queens or something. The Empress, Ooh. the mother, yeah. not the queen alien, but the mother. The mother of them all. The mother of them all, like mm. invade the planet and start <laughs> fucking shit up. <laughs> I on. would love to. That would be an action-packed movie. I would want to see. Full-on global conquest movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eradicate or even just like at least take down. The I feel like the Empress. predators would be the defenders, and the aliens would definitely have to be the invaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think at this point someone could make a good like AVP movie. Yeah, uh, I think now. Could be it's done. like we're at the point in franchise history, not just like the Predator franchise, but like all franchise movie franchises where we're just so used to seeing movie franchise stuff. And mm-hmm. when the first Alien vs Predator came out, Ridley Scott's like, I disown this. <laughs> this is gonna be a piece <laughs> of shit. Like because at the time it's like yeah, the first Alien movie is like really cerebral and like horrifying, like a really great like a. Like it's a, it's like a classic film mm-hmm. that's also still horrifying and stands up. So he's just like, "What are you doing, like, <laughs> with this garbage?" But it's like, it's still cool though. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like we found I like this that act, movie. We found these two costumes. We're gonna put dudes and we're gonna smash yeah, together. Like, why not? <laughs> I guess it was also the time of Freddy versus Jason. But yeah. um, <laughs> I think it would be cool for them to do another AVP movie for sure. It'd be fun. Um, I'd be down. Or the other one is um, I don't know if you've read the comic where um. A Yaucha enlists the help of a human to take down a um, space jockey. Oh, oh no. engineer from Prom- like those. Oh, cool. Yeah, from Prometheus. Oh, and that's all that. cool. Um, yeah, because apparently that goes deeper. Hmm. The rivalry between Yaucha and the um, and the engineers and the engineers. Ooh, I'll read that. Okay, yeah. okay. So like Ridley Scott, get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Get over yourself. It's time. <laughs> you old, old man. You OS. <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> yeah. I just want him to make more. Oh, well, there's going to be an alien show coming out next year, I think. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alien TV show. So, mm-hmm. um, Connery. Yes. I guess we already talked about what you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd like, I'd like to piggyback UA's idea. Yeah. This yeah. is something that I forgot to mention on the Predator episode, but apparently there's deleted scenes like the Shane Black Predator mm-hmm. where. There's kind of like a reveal of wait was it that one yeah I think so a reveal of like Ripley appearing what really yeah so there'd be like Alien vs Predator crossover that way okay. but it wasn't Sigourney Weaver it was like someone standing in for her kind of like Terminator Salvation where it's like the CG Arnold <laughs> oh right um, I remember that so I'm just like oh well I mean the Predator movie can't get like much worse but like I think that's a bad idea <laughs> yeah but yeah so I totally believe the whole franchise for the predator movies was going to be no predators movie was going to be human rebellion on planet predator and that's what the movie was going to be the movie series was going to be and i was like eh, i don't mm, know about that yeah according to alien vs predator the predators built the pyramids oh good ancient I, aliens they were the <laughs> i've never known them to be benevolent that's weird um how would we rank Predator movies since we're at the end of the franchise. I feel like we've mm. been forgetting to do this lately, but good point. Um, 
UA, do you want to go first? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, well, I would put Prey as number one yeah. and yeah. Predator 2 as number two. Mm-hmm. But they're really close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're really close. If I had to, I would tie them. But since we're ranking them, I'll put Prey first. Mm-hmm. Um, third one, I would have to say... Um, and this is just pure like action sequence, but Requiem. Oh yeah, I love oh, the Predalion. Okay, nice. I love the fucking Predalion. That yeah. was so how they did it and how they you know a, an actual worthy f- opponent for the Xen- uh, for the Yaucha mm-hmm. was yeah. a uh, Predalion Xenomorph. Yeah. Um, I guess the fourth one would be the um, uh, the one the jungle one. Yeah. The the, the first, first one. First one, yeah. How many are there? <laughs> There's oh, you're including more. Requiem now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess for the last ones, I would probably put definitely AVP last. Mm. Yeah. I hate how they did the Queen Alien dirty. Oh, the Queen yeah. Alien should have won. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was stupid. You know, yeah. she had the Xenomorph like biting her to, to put acid yeah. on the chains. Uh-huh. But there's one acid that blood somehow magically did not fall on. <laughs> Like, oh, my God. Anyway, so that one's last. Um, <laughs> and I guess for the next one would be The Predator, right? With yeah. uh, Keegan-Michael. Keegan-Michael. Yeah. Just because it was funny and entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last one would be the... Um, the Adrian Brody one? Yeah. Uh, Predators. <laughs> Predators, yeah. yeah. Predatorious. I wonder what the next name is going to be. Oh, we already did this. Yeah. And Predator. <laughs> <laughs> um, Connie, what, how did you rank them? Um, you don't I'm have to do AVPs. We'll do that. Yeah, I was like, I haven't seen any of the AVPs, to be honest. So I'm like, I wouldn't know where to begin. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to say actually Prey number one, because I did enjoy that more than, uh, what's our Prey more than uh, Predator. Than, so Prey, Predator one, Predator two. Uh, <laughs> predators and then the predator last. I fucking hated the predators <laughs> so much. <laughs> Tyler, what about you? Does it come in black size 42? 42, 42 long? <laughs> I'm like, no, it doesn't. The scientist of the chosen one, not you now, you insufferable douchebag. <laughs> um, I have to go with Predator, the original, yeah. as number one. I just I love like the direction of that movie, John mm-hmm. McTiernan. He would, uh, would go on to do Die Hard, some other great action movies. Um, he just and just how that movie works as a commentary on on hypermasculinity. Yeah, it's almost like a satire of it at the same time as being like a super like one of the best love action movies to it. of all times. <laughs> uh, just the cast is is phenomenal too in terms of being that kind of movie. <laughs> yes, um, and just yeah, Arnold. I, I'm very biased with Arnold, but uh, and the prey number two, yeah, because yeah. it it is really good. I think it's it is totally on par mm. with with Predator One, mm. and it has just as much to say. I think w- what we've seen watching these Predator movies is that it's hard to find thematic resonance in these movies, mm-hmm. like w- and they just kind of put them out sometimes without thinking about what it actually means. Yeah, is, or is it just a survival story? Uh, but then at the same time, you don't want to get too cerebral like The Predator, mm-hmm. yes. where it's just like <laughs> trying to say it's doing things, but it's not actually s- saying anything at all. God, what was the crux of The Predator anyway? Do you, or the Predators, do you remember? Um, like, what, what was the, like the sentence that... Sh- oh, sh- the We're the Predators. That, that w- that's right. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. And then The Predator is like the big predator or whatever wants yeah. to take the child who's autistic. Yeah. And because it's like the next step in evolution and mm-hmm. it's just like it's just saying a lot of different things at the same time that I'm like I what like 
It's just trying to make big good. statements about stuff. But anyways, okay, sorry. Predator one, <laughs> prey. Predator two, predators, the predator. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> wrap that all up. <laughs> um, does anybody have any final comments before we wrap up the episode? I enjoy this movie a great deal. I am. Uh, I probably would revisit it. Even I was. I was gonna say like uh, a lot of the Predator movies. I was like, I'll never watch this again. Gladly, I. I would happily watch the first uh, Predator again, but this is another one I put up there. I'm like, I would totally watch this again. There's a lot of movies I feel like we do where I'm like, that was fun, but I'm not gonna watch it again. But this, I'm like, I'd totally watch this again. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, definitely watch it again. Um, and you know, if you're interested, I would definitely um recommend um, delving into uh, the Yaucha lore, reading the comics, reading the novel. Yauchapedia. Um, Yauchapedia. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are Yaucha. That's not a real thing. <laughs> um, just to see why these movies are the way they are and specifically why Prey was kind of directed the way it was and created the way it was and all these other Predator movies, uh, you will get more of a better understanding as to why the Yaucha does what it does, how it does it, why it does it, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and I guess that's it for me, Tyler. Nice. Um, yeah, what everyone else said. <laughs> and also, I don't know, you were saying earlier, it's like, oh, this movie's kind of has, is revolutionary in some ways, which is uh, a bummer in some ways, too, because it's just like, yeah, like you said, there's like so many, there's just so many different people in the world that is like untapped for cinema and it's like we're slowly coming out of that whole phase of like all of cinema history especially i feel like the 90s and 80s and stuff yeah. it's just like here's a white protagonist mm-hmm. it can only be white people in movies and yes. it's just like stupid and it's like introducing all these different cultures like people are realizing it's not just like it's great for culture overall it's good for like if you're going to be super cynical it's good for mm-hmm. box office too because yeah. it's just like introducing people to new perspectives so it's i think it's making the world a better it's like place other people have something to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what? what I could be wrong about something. Like I, I will get angry something. at this. <laughs> <laughs> but just like I'm really excited for uh, like something like Black Panther too because mm-hmm. it's it's not just Wakanda. It's also like going to introduce um, Namor and like Atlantis. Oh, Namor's gonna be there. Which mm-hmm. is like oh, I think yeah. this version of Namor is inspired by like uh, indigenous uh, Latin American culture Ooh. and stuff. So okay, right. Um, I don't know. Just it's coming more looking sexy. Namor. Yeah, there you go. More importantly, his sexy. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole thing is look Namor? sexy. Yeah, <laughs> that's his thing. Sexy. He wants to get with <laughs> Sue Storm constantly. <laughs> Why she doesn't leave Reed Richards, I don't know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's my final thought. I don't know. Put Amber, Amber Mid Thunder, and Dakota Beavers and everything because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, and uh, hire uh, Native uh, writers. Yeah, yes. please. Right. Please. Yeah, because that's like the whole. That's like the root source of perspective is yeah, the, <laughs> the writer of, of a whole thing. Yeah, yeah or, or get uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, consultants? Mm-hmm. No, scratch that. Get writers. Yeah, so get yeah. writers. Don't get don't writers. I don't have two white guys. But like they said that, but I think we have yeah, to do that. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like consultants are the middle pe- the middle people. Mm-hmm. Get native writers. Hire us. They're we're, the people that get to like look at it and they get one email box and you should change this and they go. Eh. Yeah, like. <laughs> Native writers, we know the culture, we know the people, we know our humor, we know how to work things. And, you know, this could be a whole nother thing, but I, I personally feel like people are scared of Native folks, intimidated, mm. uh, unsure, right? Mm. 
you we see this all over media just folks being unsure how to how to how to cast natives how to write a native story oh we don't want to be offensive but at the same time we're going to make white people be native americans and wear headdresses yeah. you know yeah. it's just like just hire us stop the facade just, yeah just hire us trust me like we have weird, lots to offer it's not like weird guilt and fear probably that kind of yeah. thing yeah <laughs> yeah it's the same thing as having a um uh never mind just scratch that. Gotcha. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying. There's like a there's like a role on set. Uh, I'm totally spacing on what it's called, but uh, uh, it's basically like a, oh intimacy court intimacy coordinator. Mm. So say it's like that's something that hasn't really existed in, until like the past decade and a, or so. What is? Where that? it's basically like for sex scenes, you have <sighs> you have to have a. I think you do have to have, and it definitely helps, like having an intimacy coordinator so that everyone's boundaries are like respected and you find a way like basically when like that's happening on set like all the monitors are turned off and everything Mm -hmm. and when you're filming it and stuff so it's like so everyone's on the same page and it's not just like everyone's just doing whatever they want and like somebody feels violated Mm -hmm. it's just like it just would be good to have like a cultural coordinator if you're doing if you are going to be like a white guy making a movie about a very specific group of people mm-hmm. to just surround yourself with people of that group. <laughs> like, I don't know, like it's common sense, but it's just, you would think it's common sense, but, yeah. but there's still a lot of issues in Hollywood where it's just like, like, I perfect. read a half pamphlet on it. I know what it is. <laughs> I found the Gelflin. I found the Gelflin. <laughs> <laughs> I suffered great pain. That was the first ever you make that reference at me. I found the Gelflin. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that's our episode on Prey. <laughs> <laughs> Predators are cool. I want yeah. another Predator movie. Uh, you, you definitely need to come back for uh, Requiem or whatever else you want to cover. Okay. Yeah, whatever. maybe like the AVPs or something. All yeah. right, Conry, you have to watch all of them. I, yeah. uh, that's what I do for this show, literally. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Studio mandated. I didn't, like, unfortunately, like, not have time to watch it this week and wake up at 5 a.m. to watch this movie in time for this. Oh, God. <laughs> That's when I went to bed. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Hollywood, baby. Uh, thank you, UA, so much for joining us today. Mm. Um, do you have anything to plug before we go? Um, sure. If you want to follow me, I'm at uh, Instagram at Asantlehonae. That's A-S-D-Z-A-A underscore T-L-E-E-H-O-N-A-A-E-I. It's a lot thing, but... We'll put it in the notes, too. Oh, perfect. And then if you want to look at more of the services I do. I do web designing. I do graphic design. You can find me at uabigay.com. Um, and I Hire guess UA. Hire, Hire me, UA. yes. <laughs> Connor, what do you have to plug? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll enjoy tabletop role-playing games. probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's actually a role-playing game podcast where me and four other friends play the Starfinder game. You can find it on the Apple Podcast app or on SoundCloud. Tell her what you have to plug. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tiami Vice for photo shoots that I did forever ago that I'm slowly putting up. And I don't know, retweeting things like uh, Adam Levine memes <laughs> <laughs> recently. He did the one called Sailor Moon photo shoot. Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, the only Sailor Moon photo shoot in existence. It's true. It's the only one. Uh, follow us at Franchise Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Email us at franchisepodcast at gmail.com. Woo. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us five star ratings on Apple Podcasts to help us grow the show. And thank you to Nick Verka for, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Verka for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. And until next time, I forgot to make a quote. Oh no, I'm smarter than a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And until next time, I'm smarter than a beaver. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I have the Angry Beavers theme song stuck in my head. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.